1: save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an ac pro recharge kit today be a pro with ac pro
2: dive into the mind of brett boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around major league baseball this is turning two with Booney. here's your host rich herrera let's get in a couple other a
3: couple other things right now so uh, the year that you hit two two twenty nine. Okay. Right. What about it? I just want everybody who's watching on on YouTube to see the look on Brett's face because he went from a huge smile to an instant scowl as I bring that up. You can hear it in his voice. You didn't. No, you hit two thirty three, right? I hit two thirty three,
1: and I believe it was nineteen ninety six. Yeah, but I just uh, said
3: I just said two twenty nine on purpose, and you got the scowl, and you didn't even. You didn't even. You didn't even tell me. No, you're wrong, Rich. It's I hit 233. That's a tough year, right? That was. I'm, I'm setting you up. Oh, wait a second, Brett. We're. Uh, I'm not hearing you right now. Oh, there you go. All go. right. It so wasn't. I, the,
1: it wasn't just the 233. It was the combination, and I, I don't know how many home runs I hit, but I hit like eight. uh, and the RBIs, you know, fifty right. RBIs, and I can see so- the
3: stress in your face as I bring this up. It was the it was in your voice.
1: It was the combination,
3: right? It was so just- I bring I bring that up for a reason. Hold on a second. I bring that up for a reason because there's some guys right now that are facing a September. They're struggling, mm-hmm. not scuffling. Scuffling is I'm working hard and I'm just not getting the the right. results. And they'll come because the process is pure. They're just flat out struggling. And they're doing everything they can to get above the Mendoza line. They're doing everything they can to get to 250 because they don't want that in the back of their bubblegum card. In 2023, they hit 203.
1: Correct. They they, they want that better than hitting 199.
3: Exactly. So tell me what that's like for guys that are just underachieving right now for whatever reason. What's it like when they go to the ballpark today?
1: Well, let me – how about the guys that are – how about all facets of the game? Okay. Okay. Let's take the guys really having a tough year. You gotta find something to get up in the morning, and get to the ballpark for. You gotta find a tough. You mentioned it in today's game, there's a lot of guys that are under 200. So what is that goal? I can't go into the off season with a 198 on my card. I, I gotta at least be 205. Yeah, that'll still be horrible, but it's something. You gotta find something to get up in the morning and go to the ballpark and work towards to the end. First of all, it's part of being a professional. Secondly, you got it. You got to find something, or you'll this game will chew you up. Same thing on the other end. You know, look. Let's think of the guys having great the Otani's of the world, the Mookie Betts this year, the Acunas, uh, the Freddie Freeman's, Freddie Freeman Seeger in in Texas. These guys, he's hitting three forty two. He's got to push himself at this stage of the game. Now he's in a pennant race, so he's got a team oriented goal. But at the same time, personally, he could say, I'm going to hit 350. 340 isn't good enough. And, and I'm telling you, I've had those years where you look at your average and it's 324, and it's just like, oh my gosh, how could it be 324? It was just 335 two days ago. So there's always things to reach for in this game, and that push you, that make you get up in, like you mentioned, the opening of the show, the dog days of summer. You got to have a purpose each and every day. Some of the purposes are easier. Some of the years are much easier to get it done because everything's going good. You're on a good team. You're winning. It's a good atmosphere. You're personally having a good year. It's a lot easier to get up in September and play for something. But the guys – at the bottom that are having rough years, their teams are having rough years. You got to find a way. You got to find goals, set goals, set high lofty goals. And if, and if you miss them, you still have a good result. Does that make sense?
3: Absolutely. Um, And then if you're, if you're making history, then you can't, you can't wait to get to the ballpark. If you're playing for the Seattle Mariners right now, you're 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 waking up early and, and you're trying to keep yourself occupied before you get to the ballpark because if not, you'd show up twenty-four hours before the ball game starts. Yeah. Thirty-six hours. You you would never want to leave.
1: Unbelievable what the Mariners are doing, you know. Uh since July first, best team in baseball. And Rich, it was uh we were at the All Star Game for all those yeah. festivities and Seattle put on a great show. And uh the underlying tone. From people in the Seattle Mariners organization to me was, you know, Booney. Isn't it great that the All Star Games back here today? Uh, Twenty one years ago, it was it, it, it? was here the last time. It, it was Safeco Field. Now T Mobile Park. And they said, but yeah, we wish that the team was just doing a little bit better. You know, it, it would make it. It would make it great. So uh, I don't know. Ever since then, look what they've done. You know, recent run, I think they've gone 20 out of 25. They've they they've tracked down the, the Texas Rangers who've been leading that division all year. They tracked down the Houston Astros who, by the way, the Houston Astros, really a scary team to me. How much have we heard about the Houston Astros this year and Dusty Baker? It's kind of been on the back burner. Like nobody's like like talked. The
3: Dodgers have been most of the year.
1: The Dodgers, nobody's talked about the Dodgers. They're quietly blowing away that division. Uh, you're hearing the the storylines. You're hearing about the Baltimore Orioles, uh, Tampa Bay early. You're hearing about the Mariners now. The Atlanta Braves have been wire-to-wire the best team in baseball. Uh, Arizona and San Francisco have been – you're hearing about the Mets and the Yankees who are having tough years. You're hearing about the San Diego Padres that are falling far below expectations, but you're not hearing about that Houston Astro team, and that's scary. The L.A. Dodgers who have been that perennial – pick to win the world series. And all of a sudden they're not the overwhelming pick, but they're quietly kicking butt. LA's 83 and 49 second best record in baseball right now. Uh, so it, it's going to be a great storyline down the, down the, down the stretch, rich, uh, especially in the American league West. I didn't think it was going to be this big thing for the, for the, month of September, this, this race in the West, I thought the West was kind of going to be decided. It was going to be Texas, maybe Houston. They were going to fight it out. Seattle was going to fight for a wild card. And all of a sudden it's complete reversal. Seattle's in first place and, and Texas is the one fighting for that wild card. So it's going to be an interesting race, uh, especially in the American league and, and and the national league, that wild card, there's some teams still, Gosh, Arizona's just outside, outside looking into the Chicago Cubs are in today. If the season ended, Miami's been a great story. I think in the end, they don't have enough to get there. Cincinnati's been a great story. When's the last time Cincinnati was uh, above third place in the division? You know, they've had the LAD La Cruz come onto the scene and, and breathe some excitement into that city. In the end, I don't think Cincinnati has enough to make it to that wild card. But nevertheless, it's going to be a fun race.
3: So as a player, I know as a fan, I'm watching magic numbers. What's it like watching as a player on both sides, whether you're looking how many games do I need to win or how many games do I need before we're eliminated?
1: Right. At this stage of the game, you know, only the teams like – uh the Yankees, they're 10 and a half out in the wild card. Now their elimination days coming, coming sooner. Uh, the Padres are seven and a half out with high expectations going into 2023. The teams like Arizona, uh, Cincinnati, one game out of the, of the wild card. That's probably going to come down to the final, if not final week of the season, the final few days of the season. So that's something you're not watching as players. I'll tell you, I've been in all, I've been in all positions. I've been in in the driver's seat. We're wire to wire. We're in first place, and we don't worry one bit about the race. I've been on the other side of the 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 ledger. I've been in the uh, Kansas City Royals, what they're going through this year. I've been in last place the whole season, and it doesn't really matter. There's nothing to watch. And then I've been in those seasons where, all right, if we play a little bit better, we're going to get to that postseason, and, it, and we get to play late into the season. And I've gotten in, and I've gotten disappointed. But really, you don't you don't worry about yourself. You just worry about going out and winning games. And yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be honest. Late in the season, uh, depending on how your game's going, and there's a break in the action, you're going to check that scoreboard and see how the teams you're you're chasing or the teams that are chasing you see how they're doing.
3: Um, you mentioned the Yankees. Uh, you have recently made headlines all over the country. Yeah. Talking about the New York Yankees um, on other shows, so we might as well do it here. Um, some of the headlines, uh, Brett brother, uh, uh Aaron's brother defends his, uh, his brother. Some, the Yankees don't have enough talent or uh, incomplete team or whatever the headline right, was. Right. Um, expand on those for our listeners well, so they right. understand where you're coming from because it's not – well, I'll let you talk because I know we're not just defending Uncle Aaron because he's Uncle Aaron. You of put your baseball so. cap on. And do it professionally for me,
1: right? It's uh, you know, it's first of all, you're going to be the quotes are going to be clickbait and they're going to be out of context, so people are going, Oh, how do you that's outrageous? <laughs> if you sit down and you listen to my explanation, uh, Aaron Boone, first of all, yes, he's my brother, of course, I'm going to have a natural built in bias for my brother to protect and to, to, but at the same time, Aaron Boone's a big boy, Aaron Boone can handle himself, he doesn't need Big Brother Brett to come into the rescue and protect him. He can do just fine on his own. Uh, that being said, go to the facts. Look at the look at the New York Yankees. Um, they're not as good as their opponents. They're not as good as the best teams in the American League. That's just a fact. And and basically, all I do is I, I look at look at their team, and and I can be objective. You know, I I have to sit on this side of the mic, Rich, and objectively. Uh, give my analysis of Major League Baseball, and I can do that, brother or no brother. But at the same time, look at the New York Yankees. It's to start the season, we thought we had Garrett Cole, who's been a mainstay in the Cy Young conversation. You thought you're going to have, uh, uh, Rendon. Rendon, no, not Rendon. Rendon plays third base for the, for the Angels sometimes.
3: Oh, well,
1: uh, Rendor.
3: Ren, yeah, sorry.
1: You thought we were gonna have him big pickup in the offseason. Signed, hun- yeah, signed for a 150 million dollars. That hasn't worked out. He's missed now four months. He pitched for a month and didn't pitch that good when he did pitch. Nestor Cortez is the big guy from a year, the last two years has been been a mainstay in that rotation. He's missed three months of the season. And then we get to Severino, was an all star in 18 and 19. He's got an ERA almost at seven. So you've got, you've got guys like Brito and Schmidt getting the majority of the innings for the New York Yankees that didn't plan on those guys even being a part of that team. The bullpen's been solid. Now you go to, to the position players. You've got their catcher that won a platinum glove a year ago. He's out. Rizzo's out with concussion protocol. Uh, Torres is having a solid year. DJ LeMahieu's having an off year. Giancarlo Stanton's hitting 200. Aaron Judge missed two months with a toe injury running into the wall in, in LA. Bader hasn't had that good of a year. So if you look at this roster, you look at this team, who's on the field, who's not on the field, uh, the injury process, and you expect to compete with the best teams in baseball, it's impossible. Now, Managers are responsible to a degree. Front office is responsible, but some things are out of your control. And to just blindly say fire everybody is an ignorant take, in my opinion. I look at Aaron Boone, the job he's done. Uh, no, he doesn't deserve to be fired. I-, I mean, if all these guys are healthy and clicking and in the in the uh, you know in the rotation and in the lineup, well, then you talk about it. But you look at this and you say. It- If you if you say this is Aaron Boone's fault, well, I really can't have a conversation with you because because your intellect can't get to the level it needs to be to rationally look, uh, rationally dissect and and talk about the game of you don't know what you're you're talking about.
3: You're being emotional, not analytical.
1: Right. You've you've got to be professional about it. Look at it. Just say, well, just because I live in New York. And we're supposed to be angry when we don't win. Well, then I'm angry. It's not 1956. It's 2023. You are not the, uh, uh, you are not the Yankees teams that win World Series every year. Life is different now. Finances are different now in 2023. There's other teams that can go out and spend as much money as the New York Yankees and be just as competitive on a yearly basis. So it's not going to be that the generation where we win five world series in a row. And cause we're the Yankees. No,
2: it's different now. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best the power of their data Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. When you look at something like that,
3: it, it is interesting how people react. Because some people are, like I said, they're very emotional. And you want that. You're, the emotion's great. Because I want you to invest in the team. But there's times where you just have to go, just not our year. Of course. Of course. And,
1: and part of me loves it, though, too. Being in that pressure cooker, right? That's what makes New York, New York, because they're a little bit crazy. Like we right. really think we should win the world series every year. That's blind faith. Not, a- it's not reality, right? But it it's what makes that such an unbelievably great sports city. And to be able to play there on that stage that's what it's all about. I don't know why you'd want to be anywhere but the biggest stage in the world with the biggest criticism in the world at all times. Sometimes not, it's not very just, but nevertheless, it's criticism. As an athlete, because I know, all right, this is ridiculous, this critique right here, but it's what makes New York, New York. So I don't know. As an athlete, that's, that's the only place I want to play. I want to be on the pressure cooker because I know – Tough times. I'm going to get worn out. But but is that for rationed. everybody,
3: though? Is that for everybody? to? Because su- I know some players thrive in New York. Some people no, probably stay, not. People probably play. not.
1: Pro- probably some people don't want the headache. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't need the headache. I, I can just go about my business over here and just do a good job. In Seattle, nobody's going to know. nobody's Seattle, gonna, nobody in knows Seattle, when you went, went to the
3: Metropolitan Grill and had dinner. There was you know, a couple of people out there looking for autographs. So that was it. You go to New York. It's a
1: different New different, York's a different animal because yeah. it's it's everything. It's, it's every and it's, it's 24 hours a day. It's sports. It's theater. It's the entertainment industry. It's it's uh actors. It's singers. It's hockey. It's football. It's basketball. It's all in one. And they're right. passionate about their, everything. their stuff. They're passionate about their entertainment. That's what makes New York, New York. I love it. I love the people of New York. I grew up in New Jersey. I love the attitude. I love when I walk into a deli at, at noon in New York and the guy looks at me like, what the hell do you want? <laughs> That's his way of saying, hello.
3: what's your order? Yeah. yeah. And I love it. And or I the fact that. that nobody says hello to each other when they're walking down oh, the street. Oh, no.
1: Rich, I've I, we've documented this on the show. I love New York I loved walking down the street when I was in town to play the Yankees man it was my favorite time because I'm going to walk down the street and maybe get a hot dog during the day and I'm going to have a bunch of Yankee fans from the other side of the street screaming at me telling me how much I suck and it wasn't it wasn't venomous it wasn't with disdain like I really want to punch you in the face it was with a wink and a smile but they love their team and they love their Yankees. And they love their Mets. And you were the opponent. You were the enemy today. Not an enemy that really, when push comes to shove, I want to hurt you. But, man, I want to beat you. And uh, I don't know. It's the best kind of fan. It's a fan that I, I appreciated it. When I went to New York and and I had a tough game, man, they let me know. Man, they let me know. But when I had a good game, they let you know, too. They let you know too. They, you know, they they'd give you a a golf clap and kind of look at you with a smile like you got us tonight. Wait till tomorrow. That's what it was all about. It was fun. It was in good spirits. It wasn't it wasn't sinister. It was just I don't know. I I just thought it was great. Um, and and Aaron lives it every day, and he knows what he signed up for. Right. You know, managers are hired to be fired. They everybody gets fired one day. The greatest of the greats get fired. One day, your time comes to an end, just like players, right? Just like players, our time comes to an end. You know, I knew in Seattle I had a great run, and I had some great years in Seattle. In two thousand five, the writing was on the wall, Rich, and and all I had done in this city, and all the the great years that I had had.
3: All the dogs that have been named after you.
1: I knew that you know my time's coming to an end. They're they're moving on out with the old. They're going to bring in the new kids, and that's just a part of life.
3: Okay, uh, let's wrap everything up. So we got to let's wrap
1: what, it, wrap what, it up.
3: What's what's Boone? What's Boone watching now?
1: Boone hasn't been watching anything, Rich. And this is a boring, boring part of the 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 show this week. Is uh, I have been watching absolutely nothing because I've been on the road. I went back and I saw saw Jakey and and uh, hung out with him for four or five days. I've been watching a lot of baseball games. To yeah. be honest, I, I haven't got into the
3: because uh, he'll call me during the games. Did you see this? Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot of games. You know, I, I watch Jake's game every day uh, on the, you know, on the app. And then uh, I'll, right now I've been watching a lot of Mariners. I've been watching some Texas Rangers and uh, picking up some San Francisco games. And I, I watch what I can watch because I, I just want to see how guys look, who's hurt, who's not hurt, how are teams playing. So uh, that, that my days are filled right now with a little golf here and there. And uh watching ball games and, and doing shows, doing podcasts.
3: He's trying to earn his five dollars back that he lost to me because from, Ernie from the
1: Ernie him. debacle, yes,
3: yeah, in Utah. Um I know what people have not been doing. You know what that is? What is that, Rich? They haven't been leaving any reviews for us this week. Come on.
1: Well, that's because you don't pitch it hard
3: enough. All Let's right, listen, here's the deal. Our podcast is blown up. That's why Brett's Quoted in the New York Post this week. And every time I turn around, somebody's sending me another headline from something that Brett said somewhere. Podcast is doing great, and that's because of all the great listeners we have. But help us grow it even bigger, if you would. We'd really appreciate it. So if you could do this for us, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a review. Make sure you um, give us a ranking, stars. I say five stars. Brett says give us how many stars that you want. But if you could give us a couple stars and you could give us a a review, it helps grow the podcast and the algorithm, so more people can find this podcast. So we can keep this thing going and build it to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Bring you better guests. So that's just my little plea. Help us. How are you going to get better guests?
1: How are you going to get better (laughs) guests?
3: Who do I want? Who do I want? I want Mike Matheny because I love that book because it's changed my life. Um, Who else would you? Who else have we said we wanted? We want. want, We're working on. We're working on a couple. Yeah,
1: I want Bonds and uh, I'd like, I want Tyson.
3: You want Iron Mike? Yep. Jordan, okay.
1: Jordan, ultimately. I, I think it'd be interesting. I want to go down the baseball, the baseball path with because him. You because
3: you guys, because you guys talked when he was doing right.
1: that. And it's touched on, uh, you know, when you talk about Michael Jordan's life. But I want to know the, the the real, what was really going through his mind. In as you would say, the dog days of summer, right. in that double A season he played, people don't talk enough about was Michael Jordan. I my when I look at Michael Jordan and the footage of how how he moved, how he played, how he how he looked in the box, no chance he could play be a big league player. Okay, no chance. No, wasn't good enough. That being said. To be the greatest basketball player in the world at the time, drop it all, get on a bus and go play 142 games in the minor leagues. You haven't played probably since high school and he drove in 50 runs. That's impressive.
3: Yeah, there's a lot
1: of guys that do this for a living that are professional baseball players that can can't say they drove in 50 in double a in a season. And that that's not lofty. That, that's not a lofty number for a huge prospect coming up through the minor leagues.
3: But for somebody who never played since high school,
1: I don't know what I'd equate that to. It would almost be like me dropping baseball, going to the CFL and catching 20 passes.
3: Never going to happen. That would
1: be, would you be impressed rich if I just I'd, quit baseball, right. went to the CFL? Um, because I use the CFL as it, you know, just not as quite a high a level as it. Right.
3: I, I, I'd like to have Tim Tebow on to talk about his his, be great. his baseball career as well. Yeah, So those are some of the people that we're working on. So again, do us a favor when you, when you download it or you, or please subscribe to it makes it easier. That way you can always find us, leave us a review, leave us a rating. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Um, who do we have coming up on the show?
1: We had a fun one. Uh, who do we have? We've got uh, Jenny Finch coming up. Uh, got to play against her in the Celebrity Song. And Brett's going to share game. a secret.
3: Uh, I'll just, I'll tell everybody. I'm so gonna, can I Can I tell everybody the secret? Sure. Brett Ductor. Brett didn't want to face oh, yeah. it. Ba- Brett didn't want to get in the box. I had to make ba- sure I left the right secret. I don't want people speculating. Yeah, ba- yeah
1: ba- back in the day uh, when when Jenny was, you know, competitive and it was fast pitch. Yeah. You, well, you'll hear about it. You'll yeah. see it so, in, Br- in the podcast. Brett, so Jenny Brett Finch and
3: Brett, Brett, when Brett was ducking her. <laughs> so and then we've uh, got uh
1: Kurt Schilling coming up. So we Schill's got a couple good on. ones. coming. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So we have, we have a couple pretty good ones coming up for you. Um, fantasy football. I'm going to put you on the spot right here. It's not on our, it's not on our rundown of things we wanted to talk about today. Are you going to commit to play fantasy football with me?
1: I will. I've never done it in my life. I know nothing yes. about it, but I will do it. Okay. I'll try to get, I'll, I'll rally some some guys to do it. You get it some with. guys. Get some I'll get teams. some
3: guys. I'll get my brother, uh, a couple buddies of mine. You gra- rally some people, and we'll have Brett play fantasy football. Completely yeah. out of your element. Way out of my element. And we'll see how you do. You got it. Well, will you it. be as good as you were at selling houses? <laughs> Which phase of my life? Early that, that, that's I, what I got we'll
1: Right, the blind luck years or yeah. the, oh, I know what I'm doing. Don't tell me <laughs> what to do.
3: <laughs> all right, so we'll play fantasy football this year. Uh, finally, uh, Boone approved. You ready? Hashtag yes. Boone approved. The theater. You mentioned the theater. I was going to go with oh. all you can eat buffets uh, just to make <laughs> have you make fun of me. By the way, you know, uh, you always tease me what a fat ass I am. Yeah. Last 18 months, I'm down 45 pounds. So I'm becoming less of a fat ass. I'm now officially double. Yeah, but I hear
1: that the, the, the camera uh, subtracts five pounds. Is that is that true?
3: Uh, I think it puts on the size Oh, it adds. Oh, yeah. okay, I got gotcha. you. All right, I was going to do all you can eat buffets just to have you complain about how much I weigh. But instead, I'm going to go theater. So I was watching Hard Knocks the other day. And at the end of the last episode, they were going through all the players and Aaron Rodgers and all the players are talking about their favorite um, plays, Broadway plays. So I thought I'd ask Brett Boone, a man of, a man of uh, education, refined taste, a uh, man about town, the theater.
1: I'd like to give you uh, the mature, well-traveled, intellectual Brett Boone answer. Yes. But I'm going to go with the real Brett Boone. Absolutely not approved. <laughs> I can't stand the theater. I wish at this stage of my life I should be more mature and appreciate things like that. Right. Uh, not that I uh, don't think they're talented people. Not my cup of tea. Boone definitely not <laughs> approved.
3: So Boone, the unrefined Boone, is not a fan of the theater. Rich, the the the, the stock answer
1: is you watch it. I'll go watch what I want to watch. There you You go. You do it.
3: So if you gave me my choice, going to the theater or sitting in a sports bar, I'm going to go sit in a sports bar and watch a game.
1: I'm going to go golfing. I I don't want to do either. The definitive answer. Now, is the the master's on? Well, I'll sit in the sports bar with you.
3: There you go. Love it. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of Turning 2 with Booney. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next time.